What's going on, everybody? It's your host, Jimmy Johnson Jr., and I'm back on my podcast of Vitamin Sports, where you take vitamins every day, just like we talk about sports every day, man. Whew! You know, we just keep getting better and better each time we get on this platform, man. I just want to say how humble I am, how grateful I am that I get to share my knowledge and understand another game with y'all. But let's take it to another level. Time is up and let it go. There comes to a certain point in time where an athlete has to hang up his cliques, the bat, the gloves, the goggles, anything that has to deal with sports. And these are some of the very few people that I just want them to understand it's time to hang it up. RG3. Let's not forget the things that he did that led to the demise of his career. He was a Heisman Trophy winner. He played great at Baylor. We've never seen a guy who can throw the football that far down the field, field and be as fast as a track star. You started out on the high streak. But then... You flamed out of the organization's favor. You try to be something that you're not, which ultimately led to your release. You was given many opportunities, but failed. Mm. Instead of passing knowledge and understanding of the game, but you... Critique everybody because you support support a guy that is mediocrity. I don't understand. You was rookie of the year, offensive rookie of the year. Instead of capitalizing on it, you went into the front office and said, I want to be a pocket passer. Which, once again, you got hurt again. Then you was given the opportunity on the Browns. You flamed out. Then you was given the opportunity on the Baltimore Ravens. Instead of passing off to Lamar Jackson or what to do, you encourage him to be trash. And I say that because both of y'all won the Heisman. Both of y'all had, well, RG3 actually had a better playoff berth than Lamar Jackson. So with Every, he's the first one to come to Lamar Jackson's defense. But then when Lamar Jackson does something bad, he's nowhere to be found. Stop being the yes man, RG3, and tell it like it is. Your man, the guy that you love and respect, is a joke. And he's going to continuously be a joke because he doesn't care about being great. He only cares about how much money is in his bank account and how many people win the jersey number eight. The only thing he's like enough is the interception scoreboard right now. He has more turnovers than touchdowns. That's sad. Fumbles and interceptions. When have you ever known a quarterback to have double-digit fumbles? In a season. In the history of the NFL, you've never seen Cam Newton do that. You've never seen Ronald Cunningham do that. You've never seen Michael Vick do that. You've never seen Colin Kaepernick do that. You've never seen any mobile quarterback 
scrambler, uh, any mobile quarterback ever do that? Because there's a difference between a scrambler and a mobile quarterback. You never see any other quarterback do that. Now, there have been quarterbacks that fumbled the football, but there's never been quarterbacks that fumbled to the degree of Lamar Jackson. But RG3 keep telling people, yeah, man, I can come back and play. No, you can't. There's a reason why you're out of the league. It's because you can't play. And teams are not willing to take a chance or a gamble on you because you keep throwing yourself out there because you're on national TV talking about college, talking about professional football. That doesn't mean you got to every five minutes throw your name out there when they said they need quarterbacks to play for these teams. RG3 should not even consider himself, man. He's not the same. He's not. He's done. He might be fast. Everybody looks fast without no equipment on him. If you felt like you was that guy, you would have took advantage of the opportunities that you were given. You was on the Cleveland Browns. There is no bigger opportunity to play quarterback than the Cleveland Browns because they have yet to get the quarterback position right. And you fail. You fail, bro. It's time to let it go. Cam Newton, your story of how you went from Florida to Blinn, to Auburn, should have been a testament of how it took, how much did it take you to get here to be as great as you were. Cameron, you won a championship. You won the Heisman Trophy. You was drafted number one overall. You played in the Super Bowl. You won an MVP. How many quarterbacks can say, they went 15-1. and one. How many quarterbacks can say that they won the Heisman and the MVP? How many quarterbacks in your position can say they got a trophy outside of their stadium? In college. Because they actually did something. Not many. You changed the game for quarterbacks. You changed the way defense play quarterbacks. Of your caliber. You made teams. Look different. You single handedly. Are one of the very few quarterbacks. To put a whole entire organization. On their back. You had everybody in the NFL. Diamond. That 15-1 season. Y'all had the number one offense. And you couldn't tell me. And nobody can tell me. Who was his receivers besides Greg Olson? Who was his running backs? Mike Tolbert and Jonathan Stewart? That's it. They had the number one defense. I mean, the number two defense behind the Denver Broncos, who they faced in the Super Bowl. Cam was right. The only true thing he said was right. He was tired. He was tired. He carried that offense. He carried it. I don't care what nobody say. He carried that offense all the way to the promised land. And what did they do? They failed them. They couldn't live up to what they were. It's hard. It's hard. It's not easy. If it was easy to win a Super Bowl, everybody would have one. Especially Jim Kelly. Especially all the ones that have been there multiple times. 
If the Super Bowl was easy, Jim Kelly would have had, like, what, four? But, you know, it happens. Cam Newton had a great career. He thinks he's a Hall of Famer. I think I can fly. Two of those things. <laughs> Both of those things is a lie. Cam Newton played, but his body gave out on him. He didn't want to get healthy. His shoulder, his throwing shoulder. Then teens started tearing off on him, started treating him like a running back. Oh, okay. I'm going to aim for your head. And were there times where they didn't call it? Yeah, absolutely. He was robbed of some calls. He was definitely robbed of some calls. But they just, they didn't take care of him. He didn't take care of himself. Then he became a distraction. And once you become a distraction, hey, they get you out of there. He went to the Patriots. We thought he was going to research his career. But instead, he started letting his head look like a pineapple. So, he started to flame out. That bright Cam Newton started to flare out into nothingness. Went back to Carolina. We were like, okay, maybe this is where he needed to be. Played a few games, gone. He's another one that he could think he still can play. If you still would have been playing, if you still was playing at a high level, you probably would have been on the Panthers to this very day. To this very day. You would have been playing from 2011 till now. That's a long time. But, you know, when you rely on athleticism your entire career, there'll be a time where your athleticism wanes. And this is the thing that I'm trying to convince Lamar Jackson. You see the two guys in the name? They relied heavily on that athleticism. And it's and one play took it all away from him. All away from him. One guy did what he's supposed to do. He made it there. But he just couldn't finish the race. You know what happens? Then we can flip it over to basketball. James Harden. I think it's time for him to retire. Because what's what what is good is he? What good is he? What is he doing? What is he competing for? Another check? He can go somewhere else and get another check. He's not the same James Harden. He's never wanted to compete for a title. He's always wanted to compete for a check. He had the opportunity to get a check in OKC. I don't care what nobody say. They offered that man some money. He didn't want it. Then he went to Houston. He could have retired as a rocket. Second behind Hakeem Olajuwon, because he actually did the job. Won MVPs, won Defensive Player of the Year, won back-to-back titles. These guys did their job. But once again, we still have to sit back and listen to this mediocrity of these players that keep saying, oh, man, I could have did this or I could do that. Let me tell you all the guys out here. When you retire, you played. That means you felt as though, or your body told you, or you just came to the conclusion that it was your time. Everybody can't play as long as Tom Brady. 
Everybody can't play as long as Michael. I mean, uh, Kobe Bryant and, Michael, and LeBron James. Everybody can't do what those guys did. Or Kareem. It's hard. Everybody just ain't built to play longevity game. Frank Gore. He had an awesome career. You don't hear him out here talking. Antonio Gates, same thing. Awesome career. Those guys might not be the cream of the crop when it comes to that position, but they had moments. Preferably Antonio Gates. He had moments where he was at the top of his game. Frank Gore just slid through consistency, Mr. Consistency, to finish off his career with 16,000 yards. 2,000 yards short of Emmett Smith. But hey, man. Sometimes you just got to say, you know what? I want to play long enough to be the good guy and retire on top instead of playing longer so I can become the villain. But, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is, man. You know, sometimes you got to say, you know, my my time is over and I'm here to watch these young guys play the game that they playing now. And I just think that's how I just got to be. I gave you all the guys that still think you and you hear it. You hear it every time they say, yo, if I was still playing right now, I could still play right now. No, you can't. Once you're done, you're done. Ain't no coming back. Ain't no coming back. Because if you do, you might not leave out the game the same way you left out. You might leave in a different way. A traumatic injury. Or worse. Once your time is up, your time is up. It's okay. Move on to do something else. Camden, you got a podcast. Well, you be talking about all kinds of crazy stuff. That's your lane now. RG3, you are a commentator. Might not be a good one. But it's okay. Move on. Look at Tony Romo. Undrafted free agent. Played one of a hell of a career, even though he was a turnover machine. You don't hear him keep saying he wanna come back. Ryan Fitzpatrick. One day he get picked up, the next day he released. He had a great career. He was good when he needed to be. But whenever expectations expectations needed to be met. He came up short. They figured that out after the fourth team he was on. He finally came to the conclusion, hey, my time is up. It happens. Richard Sherman, same thing. When he realized he couldn't keep up with these receivers, he says time is up. Time is up. And he's doing he's doing a, a good enough job to be as an analyst. But, you know, it is what it is. Sometimes you just got to say, and you just got to know when your time is up. It's time to let it go. Move on. I'm your host, Jimmy Johnson Jr. See you. When we really sit down and break it down about players that said they're out of the league because the league forced them out of the league, well, let's really break it down. We can look at all these guys and let me say this. 
They said they could have played now, but there's a reason why they played in that era. You know, I look at Ocho Cinco. Ocho Cinco would have been probably one of the best receivers in the league right now if he was playing. But at the time, he was he was the guy when he played in, you know, his era. Nobody celebrated as much as Ocho Cinco. Nobody had the best. He had the best footwork out of any receiver I've ever seen in my entire life. And and you can ask even old heads, you ever seen footwork better than Ocho Cinco? And they said, probably not. And he was a route running technician. And he went across the middle. But nowadays, you know, he's saying, I can still play Ocho, you can't play now. T.O., you can't play now. Brandon Marshall, stop it. Like, sometimes you got to get eat humble pie and say, you know what? I did it my way. I played as long as I was possibly played. If you played more than five years, bro, you made it. You've done it. Because on average, a lot of players don't even play that long. But Ocho was good. Is he a Hall of Famer? No. His numbers don't speak volume. He got, what, 11,000 yards and about 65 touchdowns. Like I said before, are you better than the guys that's in the hall? Are you better than the guys that play your position that's in the hall? And he's not. Same thing with, that could be said about anybody. Like, you know, Gil Arena said he, Michael Jordan would have averaged 50. Well, I don't know about average 50. He still would have been a great player. But we got to stop this notion that when players retire from the game and they see these young players doing what they're doing, you got to stop saying, you would have did this, you would have did that, because you're talking barbershop talk right now. You're talking barbershop talk. And, and it's getting sad, man. It's getting really sad. Like, the game has moved on from you. The game has said, you know, you did a lot for the league. We appreciate your services. You enjoy the rest of your life. And that's it. It's not, yo, we need you. Come back, come back, come back. Nah, bro. Time to move on. It's time to move on, man. It's time to move on, Gilbert Arenas. It's time to move on, Paul Pierce. It's time to move on. And then you got players that played in high school or played collegiate basketball and said they would have been dominant in the NBA if they would have played now. There's a reason you didn't make it that far, bro. God had other plans for you. Time for you to listen. But, you know, it is what it is.